Hey besties, how y'all doing today? Y'all know I ask y'all how y'all doing almost every podcast. Welcome to the Let's Go Besties podcast, where we talk about everything with Jesus in the mix, okay? Um, If you do not know, this podcast is an extension of BlissfulFate.com. And on BlissfulFate.com, we encourage others to be authentically themselves and walk hand in hand with their bestie forever, Jesus Christ. Yes, it's a mouthful, but that is the reason why we are here. That is the reason why we get to literally bring forth this podcast and blogs and so many other things because we are encouraging you ourselves to walk hand in hand with our bestie forever and to become our authentic self because as you know you were created on purpose with purpose for a purpose and the whole reason you are here is to glorify God with your life by walking in who you were created to be. So with that being said, I would like to invite Holy Spirit in and we're going to say a prayer to kick this thing off. Okay, Holy Spirit, we invite you in. Lord, we thank you for allowing us to sit in your presence one more time. Lord, speak what you want us to hear. Open up our eyes and our ears of our understanding so that we may see your glory, so that we may hear what you intended for us to hear on this podcast. God, we thank you, we honor you, and we ask you to help us to focus in on what you have to say. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, bestie. So, the good, the bad, and the becoming. That is the name of this podcast. And at first, I thought it was going to be called Are You Afraid to Be Alone? Because literally, that is the basis around what what we are talking about. Um, So, I just posed a question, you know, and um, I want to ask you, Are you afraid to be alone? Let me debunk this lie because I absolutely cannot stand when people say this. When you have a child, your life is over. That is not true. Because you still have purpose as well. You will not lose yourself and your work and your children and your friends and your family. You will not lose yourself in anything. Okay, bestie? You will not lose yourself in people. You cause too much. Jesus died on the cross for you and you don't even know how much you are worth to lose yourself on the cost of another created thing. It won't happen. It won't happen. It will not happen. It won't. It can't. The word has been put out. It will not happen. Solitude is a necessity. Please ask Jesus. Because there were several times when Jesus withdrew to be alone. Several times after Jesus had did a big miracle, he he left and went to the wilderness. Before he even walked into his public ministry, he was in the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights. There were so many times where he just said, okay, I'm about to go and and, and I'm going to pray. Let me plug a very good show. It's called The Chosen. 
I'm going to plug them because they have a great depiction of what the Bible speaks about. And it shows in The Chosen how Jesus, they had one scene in one episode. Don't quote me. I don't know the episode, but they had one episode where Jesus had straight, you know, straight left the 12 disciples and they were looking for him. And it actually says it's in the Bible, but they were looking for him and they had ended up finding him. And they was like, where you went? Where you been? And stuff like that. And Jesus just like, he didn't say this, but he just looking like, I need my alone time. I need solitude. And if Jesus needs solitude, if Jesus needs alone time, what makes you think that you're exempt from alone time? I know right now it's big in the church when people saying community, 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 community. You got to do life for people. You got to do life for people. But where does God have you right now? What is God saying to you right now? Yes, community is important. God does not want you to do life alone. And Satan loves to try to isolate people. But what is God telling you specifically? I get it. You're listening to your pastor, but you have to listen to the one that is over your pastor. You got to listen to the one that's over your pastor because there is a specific thing that God is telling you right now. And you have to discern that for yourself. It don't matter if everybody in community, if God wants you by yourself for this appointed time, then so be it. You can't go with what everybody else doing. You can't do it. God is going to specifically tell you something. And solitude is something that some of you guys need right now. Right now. Okay? So I want to find loneliness for y'all because loneliness is really an emotional state where you feel disconnected to others. Loneliness is based solely on emotions. And it can be the times where you want to connect with somebody and you feel like nobody is available. Trust me, I've been there. Um, or you just feel you just feel isolated. And look, when you're in solitude, you can feel lonely. So it's like it's almost like what did I catch twenty two because or a paradox because in solitude you you can feel lonely. You know, feelings of loneliness can start to come when you're alone. But that doesn't mean that you are lonely. Remember, loneliness is an emotional state. It's an emotional it's an emotional attack. It's not it's not something that and it's it's not even a long time, you know, especially when you're walking in your here that God has given you. All right. But solitude, on the other hand, it just means that you're physically alone. Like right now, I'm alone. Right now, I'm alone talking to y'all. And solitude is often associated with the quiet. So when you first heard me say solitude, I bet your mind just went to quiet because that's literally what it's associated with. And like I was saying, when you're alone, loneliness could start to come up because solitude is looked at as your enemy, but it's actually your ally because it forces you to be able to face yourself. Y'all know we were in our Facing Yourself series and um, this I don't know, this came at the perfect time, but we were in the Facing Yourself series where we decluttered our garages and we did other things to separate who we are from who we are not, right? And 
that was all about facing yourself. So solitude helps you to face yourself as well. And it can be scary. It can be really scary. When I was around other people and then God said, okay, let me strip that away from her and let me get her alone. I was afraid because I was so used to being around other people. I was so used to being with family and friends and other people. I was surrounding myself with those people and it was it was real it was real it, it felt fun in a moment but I was drained. And it's so easy to get lost in the noise. It's so easy to get to get lost in the day to day. And somebody only have been feeling drained. I know you have. Between taking care of the kids, between going to work, going to school, you've been drained. Because it's all about being, showing up, being there, being present for somebody else. Or even being present with your, for yourself, going towards your goal, but having to be around other people. Because you're not just going to cut off your kids. You're not going to just stop going to school and being in the classroom. You're not just going to stop going to work. But when are you going to sit down and have time for yourself? You need some solitude. You need some time. Every day, I need you to set a time or at least an hour where you get in your car, where you go in the bathroom, where you go take a walk. You get some solitude and you spend that time with God, even if it's in the quiet. Let me tell you. These past couple of weeks, I've been talk I've been in the like driving back and forth to to work and I've been sitting in the car quiet. And I told I've told God a couple of times, I'm like, God, I just want to be in the quiet. I hope that's okay. Because it's it, there's times where it's like you gotta all it, it's pressure to always be saying something, always be praying. But I just so I just strongly believe that God is like, no, I'm setting up these these times for you to be quiet with me, so you can be in solitude, so you can have room to think for yourself, so you can have room to hear my voice. So you need some solitude, bestie. You need to learn who you are apart from people. You probably been trying to hear God too. You've probably been trying to hear God, but it's very hard to hear God when you have all that noise surrounding you. It's time for you to get some solitude. It's time for your solitude. You deserve to be in the quiet. And yes, it will be uncomfortable. It's going to be uncomfortable. And I know some of y'all probably thinking, you know, because I know they have some mommies on here and. Being away from your kids, you probably get something called mommy guilt. You probably feel like, oh, my God, I'm doing something for myself and this is selfish. So you're probably wondering, is it even normal to have a alone time, to need alone time? And the answer is yes. Everyone needs time to themselves. Again, Jesus, he withdrew often. And I don't. I don't believe that Jesus was always saying something when he withdrew. Sometimes just being in a quiet, in the presence is is all you need. Because you, you really don't always have to say anything. You don't have to say something. Sometimes God want to pour into you. And even if you don't physically hear God speaking, he's, he's pouring into you in the quiet. He's replenishing you in the quiet. And even if you're married... You have lots of people around you. You got to remember 
that you are spending the majority of your life with just one person and that is yourself and if you can't cultivate a healthy relationship with yourself and be okay with solitude and be okay with being alone you're not even gonna be able to form or maintain healthy relationships with others and you dang sure ain't gonna be able to maintain a relationship with god because god usually speaks to you when you're in the quiet okay well i'm not gonna say he usually speaks to you but that's one one time one 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 way he wants to speak you know when you're when you get quiet before him that's why people that's why when you like you might hear someone talking about prayer and then they say meditation meditation is not the the sitting um uh crisscross applesauce putting your putting, putting your hands a certain way and humming no meditation is when you're when you're talking about meditation in this sense meditation is being quiet listening actively listening to what god is going to say to you next even when you're reading the word you even if you read out loud or in your head when you 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 actually have to sit quiet when you're praying you pray and you're not talking to yourself you remember you're talking to a being when you're praying you're having a conversation no matter if it sounds like we're like this it's going to it could sound just like what we're when we're well how we're talking right now it could sound just like how we're talking which i can't hear y'all but y'all understand what i'm saying it could sound just like this like god bro i'm tired i need some solitude and you wait you 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 talk to people you don't just ramble on no, you you wait for a response and God wants to respond to you. And maybe, just maybe he wants to respond to you in solitude. Because you can only pour out what you've been given. You can't pour out from an empty cup, bestie. Just think about an empty cup for a second. You flip over an empty cup. Is anything coming out of that cup? No, no, no. Let's just say you put a drop in that cup. What's going to come out? A drop. So if you only got a little bit. Why would you want to give that away? You know what I'm saying? Why would you want to give the little piece of who you are away? Why? Let me rephrase that. Why would you want to give pieces of you away that you don't even know yet? Why? Don't you want to get to know who you are? God said the greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and all your mind. And then he turned around and said, oh, baby, let me tell you all the second equally important commandment. And it's to love your neighbor as yourself, because no other commandment is greater than these two. You know why? Because God set it up for you to love him, to love yourself and then others. Check out Adam and Eve, not even Adam and Eve, Adam and God. God set it up. God put that man in that garden and he was walking in the cool of the day. His voice was walking in the cool of the day with him. And and I I just think that Adam was loving it. He was getting to know who he was. He was getting to know God as father, getting to know God as creator. And then when God saw it fit, he like, man, it ain't even good for this man to be alone. Let me bring him a helper, okay? And she going to be fine too. Let me bring him somebody. And he... 
you know, took that little rib out of Adam and said, who? There go your Eve. And that's how it was. And it, and it don't have to always be in the context of relationship. Romantic relationship. No. Because think about it. You're born by yourself, right? From the moment you come out the womb, you are with people. You're with people. Even in the womb, you're with people. You're with somebody. But you still have your own identity. As soon as the baby come out the womb, they put them on a mo- the mom or the daddy because they have to do skin to skin. But when the baby goes home and you're training that baby to sleep in its own crib, that is helping the baby to have... um some independence and not be so dependent on your 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 chest or your lap or your your bed because it's time for you to sleep in your own your own crib baby you have your own bed it's time for you to get to know your own bed you know what i'm saying bestie that was for that was for me (laughs) that was for me if it wasn't for you it was for me because baby when god speaks he speaks baby okay so why is it important to spend time alone? One reason it's important to spend time alone is because it gets you out of your comfort zone. There is somebody who moved to a recent a, a city recently, a new city recently, and you don't know anybody in that city. You don't know nobody in that city. But do you know the reason why you moved to that city is to get to know yourself more? It wasn't for nobody else. It's for you to get to know yourself more and you are uncomfortable right now. You are out of your comfort zone because this is a new place that you have that you know nothing about. It's time for you to do some exploring and get to know God and get to know yourself in a new way. We love our comfort zones though. But we can't even grow in comfort. We can't. I just think about how I am learning how to garden right now and how when I um start things from seed the seed has to be covered the seed has to be covered with soil and the soil is dark it's dark under there um but that's the only way that the seed can grow the only way in a dark place that's the only way and sometimes it can feel like a dark place spending time alone because it's just like what do what do you do when you're alone you know what do you do when you're alone? And I'm not talking about when you're on your when you're alone with your cell phone. Because that's another thing. We're gonna have to do something about fear of being without our cell phones. We're gonna have to I'm gonna have to write that blog and speak that on the podcast because we are so hooked on these devices, y'all, to the point tell us a shame. We're so hooked on these devices. We're so hooked on these devices, tell us a shame. Okay? But we we don't even be knowing what to do for real when we buy ourselves. And when I say we, I mean me. Sometimes I don't even know what to do. Sometimes it's just like, oh my gosh, I don't even know what to do with myself because I'm sitting here alone and I don't know what to do. And it's uncomfortable. Okay? But there is no way to be comfortable and grow at the same time. Imagine that seed. That seed not comfortable in that dirt. It's trying to grow up to the the sun. If you look around at every plant, Bestie, they're all growing upward. Why? They want to get to the light. 
And when you're alone, you may feel like you're in the darkness, but when you're alone and you're getting to know God and when you're getting to know yourself, you're moving up toward the light. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is a beautiful example, Elohim. I love that. So getting your getting to know yourself may be one of the most uncomfortable things you ever do, but why wouldn't you want to know who you are? Why wouldn't you want to be comfortable in your own skin? Why wouldn't you want to stand out from the crowd? Why wouldn't you want to not care about what people got to say about you? Why wouldn't you want to color outside of the lines? Why? You need to find out who you are because you were created on purpose, with purpose, for a purpose. And there is no way that you're going to leave this earth without knowing who you are and what your purpose is. No way, because God's word don't return void. And you will not, from this day forward, you will not, you will not even be able to, you, you won't be able to sleep without knowing why you're here. And that don't necessarily mean that God has to tell you exactly uh, two sentences about why you're here. No, 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 no. Just realizing and getting to know who you are as an individual is enough. Okay? Because you are an individual and you are created special. You are created special, bestie. Bestor. There is no one that will ever be you. Once you are gone, there will never be another you. Never. The children you have, they're their own image. They're their own image. Your mama, that's that. she have her own image. You are not the next so-and-so, but you are the first you. And you were created for a specific purpose. God had an original intention of why he created you. And to know about why you were created. And to continue to thrive in why you were created and continue to walk in your purpose. There, would be t- there are some times where you have to get uncomfortable with the source of all comfort. 2 Corinthians 1 and 3 says God is the source of all comfort. And he wants to introduce you to you. Bessie, do you know why I was afraid to be uncomfortable? It's, it's because... I was so used to being around other people. I drew confidence from people. But let me tell you something. I secretly hated me. I secretly hated myself. I didn't like me. I didn't like me. And this was partly because of all the things that were spoken to me. All the abuse I had had um, encountered. And just really afraid to look myself in the mirror. Really afraid because I thought I was all bad. And this was not long ago. It was just like a couple of months ago that I found this out. Like, it's not long ago. This is not this is not something that happened years on top of years. No. It's twenty it's the end of twenty twenty two. I found this out at the beginning of twenty twenty two that I hated myself. And I'm working through this every day. No, I don't no longer I no longer hate myself, but I'm not far from where I was. That feeling of self-hatred, it was subtle, but it pointed at everybody else. Said I had to value everybody else, but I, I didn't value myself. I didn't have any value for myself. I didn't think I was worth anything. Have you ever found yourself trying to find anything to do so, so you don't have to sit alone? Have you ever found yourself trying to find any and everything to do just so you don't have to sit alone? That was me. 
And for many of us, the expression, you are your worst enemy, holds a lot of truth. You are your big, biggest critic. And we look at that as normal. Some of us look at that as normal, but that is not normal. If you don't got you, if you don't love you, if you don't value you, if you don't hold yourself up to a, a the standard that God has, has for you, who will? Why would you ever want to be your own biggest critic? Why would you ever want to critique yourself so much? We're used to doing that because other people do it and it's instilled in us. But they don't, we don't have to do that anymore. We don't have to be our biggest critic. No. Like I said in another podcast, from now on, we're going to be our own biggest cheerleaders. We're not going to allow the painful reality of being your worst enemy to hold on to the feelings of unworthiness, self-doubt, and hatred any longer. So my question to the bestie who may be in that boat of hating yourself right now, what caused you to hate yourself? Like I said, when I was when when I was in the in the midst of self-loathing, it was because I had been abused sexually, emotionally, mentally. I've been body shamed. People closest to me did me wrong. It was a lot. I felt like I had no worth if people wasn't giving that to me. I had no value if people wasn't giving that to me. And God was trying to show me like, no, they don't give you your value. Your job don't give you your value. Your boyfriend don't give you your value. The things you do don't give you your value. The good deeds you have don't give you your value. I give it to you. And you will never be able to find your your hope, your joy, your strength, your value, your worth in none of these things because you were not meant to find it in these things. You will not get it from people because you were not meant to find it in people. You're meant to find it in me. My self-value was non-existent. I was convinced that nobody loved me, so I shouldn't love myself. Nobody cared about me, so I shouldn't care about myself. That was a lie from the pit of hell. And besties, uh-uh, I got to pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord God, for revealing the lie. God, I thank you, Lord God, that the besties in the best stories will understand that they were created on purpose, with purpose, for a purpose, and that they have value and it specifically comes from you. You call them a masterpiece. You call them the head and not the tail. You call them above and not beneath. You call them the lender and not the borrower. God, you call them love beyond measure, God. You said they are altogether beautiful. Lord, you call them your image. You said that you 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 created them after your image in after your likeness, Father God, you have put a crown on their head, Lord God. You have bred your breath into them, Lord God. And if they are your image, Father God, they are worth way more than they think. So, Lord, debunk the lies, Lord God. Help them to see. Open the eyes and the ears of their understanding so that they may see that you created them so special. You created them so special, Lord. You created them so special. Lord, reveal the subtleness of self-loathing. Show them exactly where it began for them and help them to walk on this journey of finding self-worth, self-respect, self-value, their value in you, God. Because no other can define them. No other can, can give them their worth. No other can help them to not hate themselves. Lord, you love them. You gave your life. You gave your life for them so they can know that they can love themselves. You said love you with all our heart, our mind, and our soul. 
Lord, help them to do that so that they can love you, Lord God. Turn it around like you turned it around for me. You turned it all, all around for me. You helped me to get on this journey of self-love and self-value. Help your besties and your best stores, Father God, because they need you. They need you, Father, because you created them with your image in mind. You created them as your image. And there's a lie from the pit of hell will not be able to be. They, it will no longer be their reality. It will no longer be their reality. I speak love over you, bestie. I speak love. I speak self-love over you, bestie. I speak self-value over you. So high self-esteem over you, bestie. I, I speak. I speak identity in Christ over you. You will understand who you are. Bestie, I love you. Best or I love you. God loves you. God loves you so much for you to throw yourself away like that. Don't ever throw yourself away. You work too much. You work. The price is high. You've been bought at a high price. You are worth it. You are worthy of love. You are worthy of love. You are worthy of love. Get in that mirror. I need you to do that. I need you to get in your mirror. Look at yourself. Look at yourself in your eyes, bestie. Look at yourself in your eyes and say, I love you. I need you to do that. And I need you to do that every day until you start to believe it. Yes, it will be so, so, so uncomfortable. But you need to do it for you. God will lead you to other things. But I, but I think that's a start. I think that's a start. You have permission to learn to love yourself. You are not all bad. All good, but you are becoming. You are becoming. Matter of fact, that's the name of this podcast. The the good, the bad, and the becoming. You are the becoming. It's not are you afraid to be alone anymore. That's the name of the blog, but that's not the name of this podcast. The name of this podcast is the good, the bad, and the becoming. Because you are not all good. You are not all bad. You are not the good things you have done, and you are not the bad things you have done. No, you are defined by the identity that jesus has put upon you you are becoming you are in the midst of becoming becoming whole becoming love becoming set free becoming becoming you are already loved you are already whole you are already everything that he called you to be but you're still becoming because you are in the midst of of believing that for yourself you are only defined what God has said. You are only defined by what God has said about you. And it may be so hard to believe that you're worth something. It may be so hard to believe it. Because of what others feel, what others have said, how you have, have failed time and time again. But best, best believe you are not defined by none of your failures. You are not defined by nothing no one has ever said about you. No. God has spoke. God has the first say and the last say about you and every say in between. Don't let no one tell you that you are less than what you are worth. You are a masterpiece created a, a new in Christ Jesus to do the good things that God has planned for you long ago. You are altogether beautiful. You are worthy of love. You are worth it. You are worth it. And I want you to forgive yourself right now for not giving yourself the love that you deserve. 
you were bought at a high price. Jesus loved you so much that he gave his life so that you can love yourself. So that you can realize who you actually are. He calls you a God. A child of the most high. You are you are a king. You are a Lord. You are a, a kingdom kid. You are so loved. You're so loved. You're so loved. It's not going to feel right being in that mirror. But it will as you keep going. Ooh. You're going to be just like how I was probably. When I was in that mirror and had to say say things to myself and crying because I didn't believe it. Oh my gosh. And tears streaming down my face because I did not feel comfortable. But bestie, you will come out of it. Get uncomfortable with the comfort, the source of all comfort. It's going to be so worth it because I'm a testament to his faithfulness. I used to be on the floor crying about people. Afraid that nobody would ever love me. Afraid that ever, anybody, nobody would ever care about me. Afraid that I would be alone. Scared to be in a quiet. Not really want to be around God because I felt like God was going to condemn me too. But he showed me. He showed me a piece of himself. He showed me me. And he going to do it for you. He not going to do it the same way he did it for me. He might not even. He might tell you not to even get in that mirror. He might not even tell you to get in the mirror. He might take you to a whole different path. But guess what? You're going to find yourself. You're going to find yourself, Bestie. Because he's there for you. And you just have to have a mustard seed of faith. I don't know. Look up a mustard seed and see how, look how small it is. I, was, I got a chance to hold a mustard seed in my hand. Oh, I'm so emotional right now because I know how it feels. I know how it feels and I know that you're going to come out of it. I know it. I know it. But I got a chance to hold a mustard seed in my hand. And mustard seeds are tiny. And to think that Jesus said that that's all we had to have. Even if you can have the thought of believing that he loves you. That's it. You doing it. You doing it. Even you if you had to have a thought of one day having being able to love yourself, you're doing it. You're doing it. You are worthy of that self-love. So I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna give you a little preview of who you are in Christ. I I, I prayed it, but I want to tell you, and I want you to repeat after me. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna give you five, I think five, one, two, three, four, five, five I am's. Five affirmations, and I'm going to give you where to find these I am's, okay? So, first one, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, I am a new creation in Christ. That's the first thing. Say that. I am a new creation in Christ, in Christ Jesus. I am a new creation in Christ Jesus. The old has passed away. Behold, I am new. I am a new creation in Christ Jesus. Next one. I am holy and blameless before him. I am holy and blameless before him. Ephesians 1, 4 through 5 is where you can find this. I am created in God's, God's image. 
after his likeness. That's Genesis 1 and 26. I am created in God's image after his likeness. Genesis 1, 26. I am precious in God's eyes, honored and loved. Isaiah 43 and 4. I am precious in God's eyes, honored and loved. I am God's prized possession. I am God's prized possession. That is found in 1 Peter 2 and 9. They also have so many other truths in 1 Peter 2 and 9 that I didn't say. But when you go look up these scriptures for yourself, you will see it. I want you to go to blissfulfate.com and go to um, the blog called Are You Afraid to Be Alone? In that blog, you will find a PDF version of the I am's affirmations that you can print out and keep and recite daily. I want you to go and find it and print it out. It's in it's within the blog. It's under the subtitle Who Am I in Christ? It's right under it. It's gonna say here. So go ahead and click that, download that, print it off and or keep it in your phone, set it as your lock screen, however you want to do it and recite these I am's recite them because this is the truth you need to speak the truth over your life so this can debunk some of this self-hatred some of this feeling like you only are worthy when you're around people or whatever else you may be feeling because they might they they have some of you that i didn't even hit the topic um that's you i didn't even hit where you are but there's a reason why you're afraid to be alone and this truth will wash wash away some of that it will wash away some of that and it's going to put you on a process to become okay with being alone because you're never really alone to be honest with you you're never really alone bestie never never ever really alone you're never alone for real so bestie let me tell you something before we get off here you are beyond love you deserve to know the beautiful creation that is you. You deserve to get quiet and be comfortable in the quiet and have a long time. God wants to do the inner work. He's going to do the heavy lifting. All you got to do is show up. All you got to do is show up. And as you keep showing up, Eventually, you're not even going to be afraid to be alone. Eventually, you're going to be able to stand on your two feet by yourself and be in your own crib. Eventually, you're going to want to be in your own, own crib because you ain't even going to want to be around people so 24 hours a day. You're going to want to have your alone time. And that is where I am right now. I want to be with myself for a certain amount of time. I want my alone time with God, even if it's just riding in the car from work. That's my time. That's the time I get to sit sit down and drive and just be by myself. No music on. There are some days God be like, don't turn no music on. And I be like, okay, we're going to sit here in the quiet. We're going to sit here with, with these thoughts. We're going to go through it. Sometimes I be getting attacked in my mind. Okay, we're going to go through it. You here with me. You with me. So... I love y'all so much. I'm going to pray again for y'all. Thank you, Father God, for the words that you 
allow me to speak i pray that it resonated with every soul that was listening lord god again i ask you to open the eyes and the ears of all of our understanding lord god so that we may see your glory lord help us to not be afraid to be alone to take one step at a time we're coming to you lord god knowing that you will meet us there at all times god i thank you for your presence on tonight and i ask you lord god to keep every bestie and best door safe lord god and help us to face ourselves lord god because we say we was done with that series but baby you keep coming in with another face yourself face yourself face yourself you keep coming tell us that god so we thank you lord god for wanting to introduce us to us thank you lord god that you will not allow us to leave this earth without understanding who we are in you and walk walking in our purpose thank you god that you care so much about each and every one of your children that you created us with a purpose that you want us to be able to get to know who we were created to be and that you want us to get to know you the god of this world who created everything seen and unseen wants to know us and wants us to know ourselves so lord we ask you right now to help us to love you with all our mind um body and soul so that we can turn around and love ourselves so that we can turn around and love our neighbors lord we thank you and we honor you on tonight in jesus name i pray we pray and besties when we say amen it is so okay all right let's go i want to i want to thank y'all for listening to the let's go besties podcast and i want to invite anybody who wants to embrace um their bestie forever and walk hand in hand with him who wants to know jesus who wants to know christ the one who lived and died and rose again just for you anybody want to have a personal relationship with him you can pray this prayer right after me lord jesus thank you thank you for dying for me even when i was a sinner thank you lord that you want to be my bestie forever i want to be yours too I believe you lived and you died and you rose again with all power just for me. Come into my life as my bestie forever, as my Lord and my Savior, and as everything in between. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Okay. I love y'all so much, besties and bestors. And remember that you are destined to win because he got up. This is D and I'm signing out.